Hello, this is Michael Zuber, and I wanted to thank you for choosing to spend a little time with one rental at a time. My life's mission is to help investors close 1 million rental properties. In order to tackle this crazy goal, I will need your help. If you like this episode or any of the content we produce, please share it on social media. If you get one of my books or perhaps one of our 500 cards, please take a selfie and tag one rental at a time. Now on with the show. Folks, Michael Zuber, one rental at a time. Yes, I have the one and only Sonny here in my lap. He wanted to make sure and say hi to you. It is Friday, October 21st, and this is your daily financial news. A lot of stuff going on today, a lot of stuff to talk about. We are going to go bottoms up today. I want to close on something. Stay tuned to the end. I have an update about Fridays and Saturdays going forward on this channel. Wait for that at the end. Uh, We will talk about that. First, uh, there is a gentleman named Christopher Whalen. Christopher Whalen is in the financial news a lot. He is paraded around on CNBC, Bloomberg, MSNBC, all of the networks. And he has come out with a call on mortgage rates. He is talking about 10% 30-year mortgage rates come February 2023. Think about that, 10% mortgage rates. Right now, today, we're kind of 735, 7.4, something like that. Having read his opinion and watched a couple of short YouTube clips, It's an interesting call. His call is basically the Fed is going straight up. Banks are going, or lenders, lenders are going to be nervous about refi risk and thus the unusual spread that we have between the 10-year and uh, mortgages is going to continue to stay elevated, right? Today, the the spread is over 3%. Historically speaking, it's one and a half to 1.7. So it's a pretty wide um, gap. Uh, I was lucky enough to speak at a real estate meetup event yesterday in Mountain View. It was a lot of fun. Sid, thank you for the invitation. Thank you for the, I don't know, 75 people that showed up to talk about one rental at a time. We had a lot of talk about mortgage rates. And this is generally my feeling. Mortgage rates will calm down as soon as the Fed pauses. I am not calling for a a pivot or a cut. I simply want the Fed to be done. As we shared yesterday, I believe if the Fed came out tomorrow, yes, on Saturday, if they hit us with 2% rise, it would be a rough week. It would hurt a lot of folks, but at least it would be over. Instead of the Fed doing that or rug pulling us or whatever you would call that surprise move, I believe we're going to get 75, 75, 50, with the 50 coming in 2023. So we're still going to get the 2% from here. We are going to get to a terminal rate of 5%. We're just going to get there slower than I would like, and it's going to be painful. But once we get to 5%, perhaps five and a quarter, I believe the Fed pauses all year after that. And then you will see the spread come down. We have to get to the end. We can't, we can't race 
getting to the end. We just we just have to get through it together. That is my opinion. So, barring black swan events, barring bond blowups or something, I don't see 10% mortgage rates. I see a terminal rate of five or five and a quarter, then a pause, then we start coming down. Could we get over nine? Certainly. I don't think we're over nine very long, but we certainly could get there. So that's what I'm thinking about. I don't see 10% mortgages by February, but maybe there's always QT. QT on this channel is something that makes me nervous. We have tried it before, meaning selling mortgage bonds. That could be an accelerator to to raise interest rates. I don't know. It will be interesting to see it happen. Next, CEOs. I actually read an article that said, CEOs say 2023 is going to suck. I believe it was on Business Insider. I could be wrong, but I thought it was like, hey, where have I heard that before? 2023 is going to be a rough year. We talked a lot about it last night. It's, you know, we're going to have millions of people unemployed. We're going to go from three and a half to five, five and a half, maybe six. Silicon Valley, where I am, tech layoffs. You know, we'll talk about Snap in a minute, what that means. White collar versus blue collar, lots of stuff going on. But yes, why is 2023 going to suck from the CEO's perspective? Well, they're going to have to work harder. Cost of capital is going up. If you are running a company today as a CEO or CFO, and you're not producing enough cash flow or earnings, you have to go to the debt market or the equity market. And when the risk-free capital is not zero, your job is harder. Two, demand. There's a lot of demand destruction going on. We'll talk about Whirlpool in a minute as a perfect example. You're going to have margin compression. A lot of CEOs are going to be sitting around these tables saying, hey, can we hit consumers with another uh, price raise? Do we have to eat margin? How do we, how do we, how do we become more efficient? Do, you know, what do we have to do? It's, it's going to be a tough business. Layoffs. I don't think there's any question that layoffs are coming. Layoffs are never fun. I was an executive at several companies who had to make those painful choices. It's the worst part of the job. We're going to have a lot of executives looking at spreadsheets going, I don't know what to do. And then uh, there's going to be a lot of tough choices, right? We just, we just heard this morning from Instacart. Instacart was ready to go public this year. They have pulled their IPO. Can you imagine going public in this environment? So again, there's a lot of tough choices. And now Instacart, they were looking for a liquidity event. They were looking to have their employees and investors get this windfall. They now have delayed that. Will they go to the capital market? Will they do this? Will they do that? Lots of lots of tough choices. Cheaper rent. We have been talking about cheaper rent on this channel for six months or so. We, I have been focused on apartment rents. I thought multifamily was specifically in trouble. After a conversation with Beth on Tuesday and further validation, we could also have rent declines in single family homes. Not a lot, it will be less, but this is what I think is going on in single family. We have a lot of would-be sellers not selling. They are becoming first-time landlords, right? They have this mortgage, they like it, they keep it, it's an asset. They are going to become long-term 
renters. Also, Airbnbs. I have been particularly hard on Airbnb for some of the easy money ideas that they've been pushing. Uh, Airbnb is a wonderful business model if you have the right product, but it is not the right avenue for all single family homes, in my opinion. There are going to be some Airbnb investors who overpaid, who took 2021 uh, daily rates and didn't realize it was an exception, not the rule. They may become landlords, month to month landlords as well. So where are the cheaper rents? The five areas with the cheapest or with the largest rent drop in September. San Francisco, 2.8% drop. That's number five. Number four, San Antonio, Texas, negative 3.3. LA, negative 3.6. Columbus, Ohio, negative 5.7. And finally, Cincinnati negative 6.8. If you are watching this channel and you invest in Cincinnati or Columbus, I would love to hear from you. Leave comments below. Uh, that's that's 5% rent drop in one month. That is pretty significant. So leave some comments below. So let's talk about some earnings. Snap. Snap is uh, not having a good go of it. Right? There's a lot going on with Snap. It's probably pulling down Facebook and Google and you know, all of these other kind of advertising companies. But how many times have you heard, hey, the stock's down 80%, the stock's down 75%, it can't go any lower. How many times have you heard that in the last 60 or 90 days? I don't know about you, but I see some uh, uh, YouTube content creators talking about it can't go any lower. It's already down 80%. Well, to those folks, I say Snap was down 77% yesterday. It is now down 25% today. Of course, they can go lower. Just because they're down 80% from some stupid risk-adjusted return of zero and meme stock status doesn't mean they can't go to zero. It can happen. And some companies will go to zero. So be careful. I really hate that it can't go lower attitude. Yes, it can. It can absolutely go lower. Next, Whirlpool. Of all the earnings yesterday, Whirlpool, in my opinion, should be eye-opening. Right? Whirlpool is an appliance maker. Whirlpool is involved in the housing sector. Whirlpool is a discretionary purchase, a large discretionary purchase. Yes, on occasion, a refrigerator, a washer, a dryer breaks. Get it? I used to sell them, so I know. But there's a lot of people who over the last couple of years said, hey, let's get an energy efficient blah, blah, blah. Let's, do, let's go get a stainless steel blah, blah, blah. Well, folks, it is over. I believe what Whirlpool is telling us, if you look at the numbers, first, the housing sector is slowing down. No, no news here, but it's the discretionary spend. I look at Whirlpool a lot like the Apple iPhone, right? We have, I am talking to you on an Apple iPhone today. It works. It's great. I love it. Do I need the next one today? Maybe I'll get the next one, but do I need it today? There's a lot of people that have washers, dryers, refrigerators, so on and so forth, that it is working. 
And when we head into a recession or an environment where the consumer gets nervous, it's like, you know what? I really like my iPhone. My iPhone's good enough. My refrigerator's good enough. My washer dryer is good enough. I think Whirlpool is sending a signal to expensive discretionary consumer items. My opinion, but we shall see. Amex, American Express, again, reported good numbers and raised. Let me see. Where is it? Yeah, beat top line, beat bottom line, and raised guidance. I think what we're seeing with American Express is twofold. One, uh, at least they used to. I haven't checked in the last 90 days. American Express has the highest average credit score. What we are seeing is a bifurcation of the consumers, in my opinion. Some folks are doing fine and spending like crazy. Others are trading down, doing other things. And I think American Express points that out. Next, CSX. Think railroads. CSX, again, is a rail operator. Beat top line, beat bottom line. Higher shipping volumes. That's good news. And then finally, Verizon. Verizon beat top line, beat bottom line as well. So lots going on. Next week is a, the big earnings week. We have a lot more earnings coming next week. Uh, so we'll go from there. Uh, Hacker. This is Patrick Hacker, Fed president. He is saying we still have lots of work to do. Uh, the lack of progress on inflation uh, is disappointing. Expect aggressive rate hikes. Folks, this is why I think we get 75, 75, 50, and then the Fed pauses. Again, I would, if I had a magic wand, I would do a 2% move this weekend. I would get the pain over with so we can start moving forward. A couple of quick things. Let's congratulate some people before I get into my final point. Uh, we had a contest, remember, about home prices. Uh, actually, it's not here. I was wrong. Two, we're going to give two, two awards. Uh, there were two folks that were close. Chester, your book is going in the mail today. Chester was actually the closest. His guess was within $200 of the median home price. So that is a big win. Chester, it's coming out. And then Will. Will is getting the shirt. Nailed it. Uh, Will, uh, you were the closest to it, but without going over. You were within 300 of it. So I decided... Why not? We are a giving channel. I like giving stuff away. So we are going to give the book to Chester. That's what he wanted. Will wants the shirt, so he's getting the shirt. So again, congratulations, Will and Chester. Uh, your stuff will go in the mail. And then lastly, John. Congratulations, John, for getting your deal done. Your card is going out in the mail today. Next up, the deep dive. We are doing a deep dive tomorrow with Matt, the mortgage guy, how to read a mortgage quote. How to, how to understand and compare apples to apples because we've seen a lot of mortgage brokers do slimy things. I almost said dishonest. They're probably not technically dishonest, but they are slimy. So we are going to look at statements and help you get understand where the fees are legit, where they are not, how they try to uh, create apples to oranges comparisons. We're going to help you break that down. So that's tomorrow. I need to send the Zoom link out in the next 15 minutes, which I will do. It will go out in our private Facebook group, and I will send it on Teachable. It will be tomorrow morning, 9 a.m. Tomorrow morning, 9 a.m., I will send the Zoom link out. And then finally, uh, an, an announcement that I've been thinking about for a while. 
we have been going over a thousand days straight on this channel, almost over three years, over three years. I, what I'm going to do starting next Friday and next Saturday is I'm going to not record any videos. We're not going to do the daily financial news. We're not going to do any interviews. We're not going to do deep dives. Instead, we are going to make this channel Sunday through Thursday. I want to have those two weeks to do whatever I want, to travel, do all these things. So on the channel, you're going to see it go from seven days a week, every day at 7.30 to Sunday, because I believe talking to Dan Bird on stocks is important. It helps us get ready for the week. And then we will have all of our millionaires Monday through Thursday. So that is a quick change. I'll talk about it a little bit more. I will still have videos posted on Friday and Saturday. They will just be videos that are recorded Sunday through Thursday. So folks, hopefully you're cool with that. Uh, I've been thinking about it for a while. Uh, having those two days off means Olivia and I can take off Thursday and go have some fun. So again, what you're going to see on this channel is the daily financial news, uh, Saturday live streams, these things. Uh, we will have to rejuggle and move them around. So hopefully that's okay with you. Hopefully you appreciate uh, the early heads up. But yes, starting next Friday, the 28th will be the first daily financial news I didn't do in over three years. But this is not a job. This is something I do for fun. So I'm going to cut it back and we're just going to go from there. So hopefully that's cool with you. Hope you have a great day. Remember, do the work. Get your buy box ready. We talked about yesterday at the real estate meetup. Your job today, get a buy box. Look at it every day. Understand average so that you can rock and roll next year. You have some work to do if you haven't done it yet. But yes, you can do it. All right, folks, take care. Chester, Will, John, congratulations. Bye-bye.